Residents, when you're looking for your job, remember, you're in control. Make sure you hit up Provider Solutions and Development. They are the experts in holistic career coaching with exclusive access to hundreds of jobs nationwide. Hit them up at info.psdconnect.org forward slash docs outside the box. Chances are the locum doc you're signing out to is getting paid 33% more than you are. Throw on top of that, they get to choose when and where they want to work. Look, I also got to tell you about the built-in tax advantages, medical malpractice, travel, housing, all of this being taken care of. So that's why for the past four years, I've practiced full-time as a locum doctor. And you can too. Check out locumstory.com to learn everything you need to know about locum tenants. Again, visit locumstory.com to see if a locum tenants assignment is right for you. What's good, everyone? This is Dr. Nee. Welcome to another episode of Docs Outside the Box. Listen, I got the co-host with the co-most. Who's that? What's that? Say your name. I don't think the co-most is a thing, but I am Dr. Renee. Who said you should sing your name? I don't understand this. Where is all? Yeah, just yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, don't quit your first job. But you are chilling in the nice studio back there. There's some nice digs over there for people who are watching on YouTube. Yeah, man. We got the, uh, you know, we got the new chals. Acting we like good we, to go. Acting like this is our senior hall show. <laughs> so I am in a hotel right now. Obviously, you got all the stuff that you need, but I'm in a hotel because I'm doing locums, doing my thing. My trauma surgery thing. Well, you know, somebody got to pay the bills around here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So listen, everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm really excited that you guys are here. Um, I've been on my grind. I've been really busy. I just got back from California after seeing uh, one of our good friends, my good friends, get married. And um, I think we're going to have to do a separate episode on this, but just low-key, I went to this wedding uh, my friend is a very popular as well as very successful dermatologist in the Los Angeles area. As a matter of fact, he works in Beverly Hills, has some very high-end clients. Yeah. Yeah. Beverly Hills. Yeah. The wedding was in Bel Air. So I literally was like trying you to knock. Fresh on, Prince? I was literally trying to knock on every door and like trying to do this. You're shaking your head like the Fresh Prince. Yo, 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 yo. Oh my goodness. Yo, first of all, I pulled in. It's a gated community. Drove up, parked my car, my rental car, at, what do you call it, valet. Walked in to this nice, like, mansion, what have you. It was beautiful. Flowers everywhere. There's, like, red velvet. Uh, you know, what do you call those things? The, you know, the barrier. So you can't go to, yeah, the rope. So you can't go to certain places, walk through and there's like huge, like statues and picturesque, like figure. It's beautiful. Gorgeous. Sound like money. Yeah. I walk outside and I see my friend and his wife, they're taking pictures and I'm just like, you know, in just enjoying the whole thing. And we go to another place, which is like a greenhouse. Mm-hmm. And the greenhouse has been converted into like a reception area, and you can eat the sushi, 
anything that you want is there. There's a DJ, bowling alley, whatever, everything is in there. Right? <laughs> a bowling alley. <laughs> I'm teasing, but there's, everything that you want is there. Right. And there's people, you know, there's uh, servers who are around. They're very nice, you know, and so forth. And I'm just meeting his whole family and meeting the, the bride's family. It was really nice. And then we moved. Was it really nice, me? It was dope. <laughs> she was dope. This shit was dope. We're going to we're gonna have to put explicit on this episode. She was dope. <laughs> so then the wedding ceremony begins. And I've never been to a Jewish wedding before. Mm. And it was really interesting. It was very nice. Uh, just a lot of tradition. Very nice. Beautiful ceremony. Yeah. And, you know, they're dancing. Everything is going great. They're in marital, marital bliss and everything. And I'm just like, everything that you want in a wedding is there. They got drones and everything. So what? I meet, yeah. I meet this lawyer who is a friend of him, of the groom. And they used to live together. And this lawyer is very well connected in the entertainment world. So anyway, he said, hey, let me give you a um, a tour of this place. Because like, I don't think you got a chance to see, like, there's an area where you can get desserts. I'm like, oh, yeah, let's go get to some, some desserts, right? Because I don't know anybody else here except for my friend. Right. So he gives me a tour and takes me to where there's desserts. And it's like this huge kitchen that's beautiful. Everything that's serviced there. And it's got all this. Everything is just so nice and beautiful. Then he's like, yeah, let me take you to this other part. Let me take you to this part. And I'm like, yo, this is really, and I said to him, I said, this is really dope. Like, this is so nice that like you can rent these houses to have a wedding. And he looks back at me. He's like, this is where the bride lives. And I'm like, yo, what? Yo, this place looks like a, this place looks like a damn hotel, yo. It was, it was nice. I was like, yo. Yeah, my friend really, he got that. He got that. So I, I, was, I was like, yo, I felt so small at that point, but I was like, way to go. But it was a great wedding. It was a great wedding. But I, the reason I want to do another episode on it is because just meeting everybody there, there was this expectation of wealth, right? Not an expectation right. of success, but an expectation right. of wealth, which is something I've really never been around before. I've never yeah. experienced that before. I've experienced being around people who want to be successful. They expect this and so forth. But there's a distinct difference between that and an expectation of wealth. Right. Right. Yeah, that's really interesting that you kind of distinguish the two uh, because they, they aren't necessarily one in the same, right? I mean, success, oftentimes we think about somebody kind of working hard to get to a certain point, whereas wealth is, okay, you you just have, right? Like you you have an abundance of money, assets, you know, something. Um, and that doesn't necessarily mean that you worked hard to get it. It could also mean that, you know, it was passed down to you or whatever. Um, so they're they're not, you know, they're not always one in the same. They can be mutually exclusive. So, yeah, I'm interested to talk about that on another episode. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm really interested in talking about that, too. So, listen, we got an agenda for this show. We want to keep this short and sweet and to the point. But, listen, 
we got to give props to the people who write in because I think that it's really important when people take the time to leave us a review. So we got some Apple podcast reviews uh, over the last several weeks that we need to give props to. But let's talk about one right now. You ready to jump into this? Yep. So this one is from Growth Dividends. Once again, Growth Dividends. And it says, these episodes are very inspiring and helpful no matter the stage of your journey in medicine or if you're just a casual listener who isn't in medicine, Dr. Nee, his wife who co-hosts at times, Dr. Renee, who also has her own podcast specifically for pre-meds, and their guest talk about real-life situations and news with medicine and the world. Great show. Growth oh, Dividends. That was a really nice review. Five-star review, too. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate you. Hey, aren't you tired of someone telling you what to do in residency? Like what time to be at the hospital? When you can leave? For some reason, you're always wondering when you're going to get a golden weekend. Hey, look, now is the time for you to take control. When it's time to start looking for your job, make sure you hit up our sponsor, Provider Solutions and Development. They are the experts in holistic career coaching with exclusive access to hundreds of jobs nationwide. Now, look, we rock with them here at Docs Outside the Box because they empower docs just like you to one, find a place you really want to be at. And number two, start making decisions with you at the center. How's that for a change? Whatever you're ready for next, they'll help you find it with no quotas, no commissions to get in the way. So look, start flexing those control muscles and hit them up at info.psdconnect.org forward slash Docs outside the box. So listen, one thing that people don't know is, so when you guys leave a review on Apple iTunes or Apple Podcast, excuse me, I'm talking like it's 2019. Listen, when you guys leave a review- <laughs> You obsolete. <laughs> the only thing that I see is just your name and your review. There's no way for me to get in contact with you to thank you other than just talking on the show. So listen- Whoever left this review, Growth Dividends, make sure you write into me at Dr. Nee at drneedarko.com and let me know you wrote this so that I can send you some memorabilia, whether it's a t-shirt or whatever it is that we got in stock. Dr. Renee is showing off the docs outside the box. We're going to be revamping some things, but let us know. Yeah, we need to revamp this one. (laughs) So we know what's going on, all right? But thank you so much for leaving a five-star review. We also got an email. Ooh, y'all are... Y'all are jumping on here, huh? Yeah, someone left us an email based off of the podcast of Your Life is Not a Board Examination. That was an episode where I just was talking about, I think I just popped off. I was just talking about how you got to stop, you know, at least for us in medicine or us in healthcare, we kind of continuously delay our lives until we're ready to, you know, until we get our degrees. I did that. Right, I know you did that. <laughs> right? I did that too. Right, you delay everything. Uh, getting married, at least I did, or doing anything significant in your life until Don't you worry, feel like. I wasn't like, going to marry you before you finished your residency. Definitely not before I finished mine. Good thing because I wasn't ready. Well, at least I thought I wasn't ready. Right, so you I did that ready. episode, and apparently we we got a lot of downloads <laughs> off of that. So I'm gonna read he this. He wasn't email. ready, y'all. I'm gonna read this email from Brett. It says, "I love this podcast." It spoke to me and my journey and why I still enjoy medicine and my patients and my life. Hmm, I've, I've had to create my own practice 
in my own experience in medicine as much as I've chosen my wife, my home, and created my amazing, blessed life. Bravo. I hope your words can inspire many of the cynical, burnout, unhappy physicians in medicine today. Brett. Oh, that's what I'm talking that's about. That's nice. You know what that makes me want to do? It makes me want to do this. So I'm talking about Brett. I want everybody <laughs> to leave us a review. Just that was like a that. Wolf of Wall Street for those of y'all who didn't know. If you don't know, you need to know. Go see that movie, Wolf of Wall Street. That's how I live my life. Don't Every watch day. it with your kids. That's how I live my life. Don't watch it with your kids. <laughs> but we got Brett's email actually here. So we're going to send him some memorabilia. But Brett, thank you so much for writing that email. That really meant a lot to me. It helps me to continue to put things out there. So thank you. Dope, dope, dope. So everybody, listen, leave us some reviews on Apple Podcasts. If you don't have the ability to do that, i.e. anybody who doesn't have an iPhone, hopefully you didn't get the iPhone 13. You heard how I feel about that already. <laughs> if you have an Android phone, you can also leave a review on Stitcher Radio, or you could just send us an email, or you can just reach out to us on Instagram and let us know what's going on. All right, there's plenty of ways you can reach out to us. The next one is a question. Question. Now, this question is going to be a, an interesting one. It says, hi, Dr. Nee. I've been listening to your podcast and gaining inspiration for quite some time. Thank you for creating this outlet that has taught me how to invest, own my career, and cultivate an, an entrepreneurial spirit. I do feel like I know you. And so I wanted to ask if you knew of any physician job coaches. My husband is an excellent pain medicine doctor, but he's an FMG, foreign medical grad from Zimbabwe. I feel strongly that his opportunities are limited by his foreign name, accent, and skin color. We're looking for him to rebrand in the deep south where we currently work. Do you know of any physician job coaches? Thank you so much for reading this. I always appreciate your professional advice. Regards, Dr. Desiree. Hmm. What are your thoughts? You want to jump on this first? Uh, well, I mean, we know that being an FMG or IMG, however you want to call it, can be a very challenging thing. Um, you recently actually uh, interviewed Dr. Um, is it uh, Nina Loom? Yeah, Dr. Nina right? Loom. Yep. Yeah, Dr. Nina Loom, who she herself, you know, is an FMG. And um, I don't know if she's up for this challenge, but this, you know, this might be somebody who will at least reach out to her, follow her on social media and see potentially what she might have to offer. So, yeah. yeah. So I don't know of any physician job coaches out there specifically, but I definitely think that Dr. Nina Loom, um, she calls herself the IMG coach. I think that she possibly can offer some help in this manner. So like, look, as a pain doctor, I can definitely see you doing well particularly if you're in the South, right? Because the South is one of those areas that have been ravaged by the opioid uh, um, uh, epidemic and all those different things. But I definitely think it, it doesn't hurt to brand yourself a certain way. Mm-hmm. In terms of your skin color, I don't know what you're going to do about that. We can't change <laughs> We can't change our skin color. But, you know, and even the foreign, the foreign name and the act, I think we just have to double down on those things, right? And yeah. that's, that's my thought. I think you have to double down on those things and realize that, you know, how can we use this to your advantage as right. opposed to your disadvantage? And I think right. definitely contacting Dr. Nina, she definitely can give you the ways in which she's been able to do it. 
She's excellent at that. But I also think that we're in a new day. We're in a new age. I think social media is really huge. I would definitely suggest jumping on social media, creating an Instagram account, Mm -hmm. creating, you know, some other accounts where you can showcase, you know, maybe even some testimonials from your patients, Mm -hmm. showcase some education, you know, where you're educating your patients or educating people on all the different things related to pain addiction or to pain medicine. Yeah, I think I think you're absolutely right. You know, the the one thing that I noted um about this question is that sometimes, right? Sometimes we want to do something but we find all the reasons that it's going to be hard to do and not necessarily look at the things that we have working in our favor. And I think you mentioned those things, right? I mean, obviously he's, you know, highly educated. He's a physician who obviously knows about pain management, pain, you know, pain medicine. Um, and that for me, I think, you know, is a strength, right? Not not everybody is in that field. And we know that that is a very much growing field. So, yeah, I would do like Dr. Nee said, you know, contact Dr. Nina Loom um, and then do all the other things, you know, social medias, webinars, you know, build up your base and see what it is that, you know, are going, what, what it is that's going to attract people about what you do and don't necessarily so much focus on, you know, who you are, right? When you first walk into the room that nobody knows exactly who you are, because, you know, if you're worried about your skin color and your name, there, there literally is nothing that you can do. Well, I guess you could change your name, but (laughs) I would not suggest that, but there's nothing really that you can do about those things right now immediately i mean even in the north even in the north when i walk into certain areas people are like uh you're not from around here right so you can imagine in the south like it's gonna stand out so i think there's nothing you can do about that but just double down on that and say hey i come from here here's my training this is my resume check me out on instagram or tiktok (laughs) (laughs) TikTok, first of all let me tell you tiktok is huge right now like if you are you know a doctor who can showcase Anything whatsoever, TikTok is the way to go. TikTok makes a rock. The way to go. TikTok. Yep. You know, you could do one of those. I got pain. Boom. I got that. <coughs> Boom. I got that. Boom. <laughs> like, all those pointing things. So, yeah. So, Dr. Desiree, I would say my recommendation is to call or to get in contact with Dr. Nina Loom. Uh, she was episode 241. She was episode 241. Make sure you check her out and listen to what she has to say. But I definitely think she can definitely help you in this situation. But either way, Dr. Desiree, thank you so much for being a listener to Docs Outside the Box. Thank you for shooting in this question. And we definitely wish you and your husband the best. And make sure you put in that that pain medicine money in your uh, investment account. VTSAX. (laughs) VTSAX. Don't buy that Apple 13 phone. Sucks. (laughs) It doesn't suck. It's actually a good phone. All right, so Renee, we got some uh, updates. Let's do. Let's give them a little update on our first ever property. It's a six-unit property in Pennsylvania. Oof, bring them up to speed. <laughs> so there is a lot going on with this first property. Um, as you might know, let me just catch you up to speed really quickly. We bought this property um, as of November of 2020. And 
so far, so far, we have had one person move out. We have another person who is not quite paying us right now. Um, we have a renovation going on in the unit where the person is moving out. Um, it is a six unit. It's a six unit property. Um, and so, yeah, we also had to fire our first property manager. Boom. <laughs> yeah, like four months into it. <laughs> so we ended up firing her, I think, what, in February? And yeah. yeah, I think it's actually earlier than that, January, actually. We gave her notice, I think, in January. Yeah, you're right. And she went through February because we had to give her 30 days. And then we started with the new property manager in March of twenty of 2021. So, yeah, that's kind of, you know, the down and dirty up to speed. What else would you like to know, Dr. Nee? No, so sure there's lots. So why did you decide to, why did we decide to fire her? Well, um, she kind of had a way of doing things that I felt, I think we both felt, would end up putting a lot of liability on us as landlords. She was very much a tenant pleaser and she wanted to just do stuff so that the tenants would like her. For example, we had, um, we had a couple of tenants who lived in one unit and they insisted on putting, you know, just all kinds of garbage and stuff on the back staircase, which actually serves as a fire staircase. And it was a fire hazard. It literally was a fire hazard. And she just, you know, was like, oh, well, you know, they're Section 8. So, you know, let's not try to get them upset. I'm like, okay, but if somebody trips and falls and busts their head open, who's responsible for that? Oh, wait, that would be us. (laughs) Okay. So, um, yeah, I, I I didn't like that. I didn't like that at all. And there was just a couple of other things that she did that I just knew. I was like, you know what? This is not going to work because she's just too, like, she's so tenant friendly. I don't mind being tenant friendly, but I do mind, you know, giving us liability that we don't need. And that was a problem for me and for you. Yeah. So we ended up firing her. Um, And at first it was amicable. You know, it was like, okay, you know, you do things the way that you do things and we we just don't do things that way. I'm, I, You know me. I'm a firm believer in sometimes things just don't work out. You know, they just don't work out. Um, and it's okay. It doesn't have to be like, oh, my God, I can't believe you did that. Um, you know, it was very amicable. And we even considered that should the time come that we would have a vacancy, that we would even use her um, for the vacancy uh, to fill it. And... Because she uses, she not only she is a property that. manager, but she also helps people find places also. Exactly. Exactly. So we considered that like, okay, well, you know, maybe not, you know, maybe your property management skills aren't what we are looking for, but perhaps, you know, you can help us find a tenant. Not a problem. And then it went south. It went south. Which she did. Yeah, you tell her what happened. You want me to tell it? I got to tell the whole story. Yeah. (laughs) So anyway, when the time came for her to transfer things over to us and to the new property manager, we contacted her 
um, and said, hey, listen, this is, you know, the new. No, actually, I contacted her and asked her, what is the process so that I could know what to expect, what to do for the new property manager that was coming on. She said she would gladly give the keys to the new property manager. I said, great. I gave her the address. Good to go. And the new property manager ends up calling me or contacting me and is like, yeah, we ain't, we never got those keys. And it was about like 10 days into the new property manager taking over the property. She's like, yeah, I never got those keys. So I contact the old property manager and she's like, oh, well, there's a bill that needs to be paid for $125. Um, and so I'll be holding on to the keys until I get that bill paid. And that's when I went ballistic because I was like, is she really trying to hold our keys hostage for a bill that technically I know we already paid? We already paid that bill. So she's trying to hold our keys hostage. And so I I was just I was done with her. I was done with her. I went, you know me, I'm the contract queen. I went to that contract and I was like, uh, first of all, you going to tell me where it says that you can hold on to our keys because we got an unpaid bill. That's number one. Number two, you going to tell me why you charging me this bill when I know I paid this bill previously. Because I got from your report here, uh, this bill is paid. And then she went back and looked and found out that that bill was a duplicate. Exactly. Which says to me, oh, so you are not checking the actual bills because, see, you would have charged us twice for the same bill had I not made a big stink about it. So you're not organized. Yet another problem with her. She was very, very disorganized. Wrote us an email back basically saying that she has like, she's trying to clean out her car. She would love, she would love to give the keys to the new property manager because she's trying to clean out all the clutter in her car. I'm like, what are my keys doing in your car? Why are my keys in your car? Like, I don't understand this. Yeah. Yeah, so we we had to let hazard. we had to let her go. But long story short is we let her go, and you know, despite the fact that one of our tenants is moving out, another tenant is refusing to pay, um, and we're going through a renovation in the back unit, which is almost basically an entire house. And despite all of this stuff, it doesn't matter. Like we still are going to go after a new property, right? Yeah. And I think that the key things are. Um, you know, we know that there's going to, or we prepared ourselves that there were going to be bumps. There was going to be detours throughout this process, but we still want to expand. Um, so, you know, I was actually listening to Bigger Pockets, and I heard of this company called Awning. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bigger Brandon Turner was talking about Awning is really great for people who are really busy, like busy professionals who are looking for properties. And I was like, hmm, I'm gonna take a listen to them. So I know you we listen. Busy. Yeah, I know you listen to them also. Um, yeah, but I know I for us, we're trying to expand. We want to move or we want to find some place that's, you know, maybe not in Pennsylvania, definitely not in New Jersey. For us, New Jersey is a little too high cost of living for us to do the things that we want to do in terms of getting mm-hmm. some property. Um, so for us, the issue is, is that we work, right? We're busy. Um, we also obviously have kids. Uh, we podcast. We're podcasting right now at 10 o'clock, almost 11 o'clock at night. And we're tired. Yeah. We're tired. 
And, so very tired. Yeah. So I think that after I heard that commercial, after we did some research and awning, you know, we wanted to look to see if there's a way we can be smarter with this, if there's a way we can, you know, move technology with real estate. And I yeah. think that's what awning is all about. So, um, you know, right now they have markets in various areas of the United States. The areas that we're really concerned about, that we are really excited about that they are in are Tennessee, Florida, Texas, and Alabama. And actually right now, I think what, based off of our goals, what we're looking at mainly mm-hmm. is Texas and we're also interested in Alabama. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, for, for me, I think. Definitely being that busy, you know, with the two kids, the two businesses, working, traveling. I'm like, you know, it would be nice to be able to just go like be on HGTV and House Hunters. Yeah. But we really don't have time for that. And awning, you know, really gives a good option, you know, for people like us, you know, busy doctors who might, you know, may not necessarily have the same life that we have, but maybe, you know, in the hospital a lot or in clinic a lot, and they still want to build some sort of uh, real estate empire, I think, you know, it's something that we should definitely try. So, yeah. yeah well, the thing for me is, um, so we obviously want to do multifamily. And right now, Awning is only doing single family rentals right now. Mm-hmm. But I think that it's worth a shot. I think it's worth a shot because I yeah. think, you know, obviously single family rentals really have a big positive upside for us. I think the mm-hmm. thing that we're having an issue with with multifamilies is the splitting of utilities, right? Yeah. Um, that can be an issue. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but that could be an issue. So I think I don't mm-hmm. I think it's good for our portfolio to have a mix and match of yeah. multifamily as well as single family. And obviously awning really focusing right now on single family. You know, that's the direction that we're going to be heading in right now. Yeah, for me, honestly, like I actually did want to try our hand at single family only because of what you just mentioned about the expenses and just having to, you know, worry about, okay, well, was this bill paid? You know, are these people, you know, just running their water like crazy? So, you know, I think the single family rental right now for me is very attractive because then we don't have to worry about those things. That's that's up to the tenant. Like you want to run your water, great. You pay your bill. <laughs> I'm not paying it. So. Right. Well, the one thing that so, for yeah. me, you know, I'm really skeptical. I was like, all right, well, this is great. Technology meets real estate and all that stuff. So, you know, the next thing is, well, how is it that they're making their money? Um, but mm-hmm. actually, they only make money on the commission of the sale. That's it. Yeah, kind of no like a regular fee. real estate yeah. agent. Yeah, so and I'm, it's pretty I'm cool interesting. With that. I'm cool with that. As long as that, I like that. And then the other thing that there's a bunch of things that I like about it, but the big things for me is, is that they help you with education, right? Because I think a lot of people are like, well, there's so many things that you got to understand. You got to understand NOI, net operating income, Mm -hmm. and you got to understand the 1% rule and all these different things. So they help you with that. They also identify the properties for you, which is something I'm like, okay, you know, um, Mm -hmm. and then they also help with the, with the purchasing, the transaction. Right. Right. So they are a brokerage and they help the customers actually like with the transaction afterwards. So this is really interesting. This is really interesting. So we've run numbers with them and the numbers actually correlate. Yeah. Right. Which is something that I was like, all right, well, you know, we'll run our numbers and I'm sure there's going to be a big difference, but they actually correlate. So this is this is something that I'm actually really interested in. I think everybody who's interested in real estate and want to know the direction that we're going to go in next. 
um, you may want to listen to several episodes where we kind of talk about awning a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited to try them. I've been on their app. Um, it's actually really easy to navigate. Um, like you said, they, they kind of choose, you know, houses for you, properties for you, just kind of based on the conversation that you have with them. So what I like about it is not just the app where you just go on there and then you're like, oh, okay, like, you know, you don't get to talk to anybody. You actually do get to talk to someone. Yeah. You have of, a meeting. You, know, you have a, you have a, a live actual virtual meeting. Yeah. Yeah. They onboard you. Um, and so you're able to, to talk to someone, tell them what you're looking for, tell them what your priorities are. And then they start choosing properties for you. And then like me said, you know, for each property, they literally have numbers and you can play with the numbers while you're on the app. If you decide, Oh, I'm going to put down a bigger down payment or a smaller down payment. Um, what if I raised the rent? What if I lowered the rent? What if I, you know, all kinds of things. And it's great because then you don't have to take the time to go to a different calculator, put in that number, blah, 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 blah all that stuff. Um, so for me, I'm like, man, if you're going to, you and know, we're, really and we're using, amazing. we're using the calculators from bigger pockets. Yes. And we yes. correlate to, them. to compare. That's the key thing. Like we're using those numbers. That's the calculator that we use and they work. Yeah. You know, and then we yeah, also use, we also use Kenji and Letty's course, right. Zero to Freedom. Zero was it zero to what? Zero to freedom. Yeah, zero to freedom course. We did their course, and actually, that's what mm-hmm. helped us buy our first property. Um, yeah. And we use that calculator. It correlates. Yeah. So we we did a comparison um, of the numbers because you know for us that was important, right? We wanted to make sure that the numbers were you know were good. And so at the time that we, I think at one point we we compared um, Dr. Kenji and Dr. Letty's. Um, calculator with bigger pockets and then those numbers matched up and then this time we were able to compare the numbers with awning and then those numbers matched up as well so we said let's give it a try we'll, we'll see how see. it goes we're going to do a darko real estate series and see how it goes so yeah yeah i think that's going to be really interesting actually you know buying your property online yeah like we're yeah. not going to see this property yeah and it's not turnkey but we'll see how it works and then we'll go from there so but let's yeah. let's move on. Let's move on because we got to keep this quick, right? So the NBA season starts tonight. Um, I got my picks. I know you're not that oh, big into basketball, but you watch what I watch because I tell you what to watch, right? I like the so. ball bouncing. <laughs> Orange so, ball bounce. Put in hoop. Make so points. My picks. My picks for the year. Everyone, I'm putting it on wax. So I got the next, the Nets or the Bucks coming from the East. And I got the Lakers coming from the West, and I got the Lakers winning the NBA championship. I see how you hating on the Nets, and I know why. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we need to do an episode on that on that guy, that guy, which guy, that guy, which that guy? guy, that you know guy. Who. We know who starts with a K, and also with an I. <laughs> that guy, AI, Kyrie. <laughs> but let's move on before we make this episode. Into- you don't want to talk about Kyrie real quick, just no, no. real quick. No, I want to talk about Kyrie. Man. Kyrie's, <laughs> Kyrie gets my. You know, there's one person right now in Los Angeles who's sipping tea. Like I told y'all, I told y'all, motherfuckers, I told y'all about Kyrie. I told y'all about him, and nobody want to listen. Oh my goodness! 
And last time I talked about the iPhone 13 with Apple. Listen, everybody, um, you know, I, I stand by that, that choice, which is if you have an iPhone 12 or 11 or 10, I don't know if that's, if it's that big of a recommendation to go to the 13. I would say hold off on that and go from there. But a couple of days ago, oh, yesterday, Apple put out their new MacBooks. Oh, Lord. Everyone, I'm telling you right now, the way in which we do computers, the way in which we use computers, the way in which we compute, all of that's going to change. <laughs> the and way in which we compute? I'm serious. Apple is not joking. <laughs> one plus one, carry the one. Yo, Apple, it's it's seriously that different. Apple, like last year, Apple came out with the M1 chip, right? Which is they made their own chip. It's um, their own silicone or silicon and they're not using Intel anymore. And they made this event and they were basically just bragging about how much better their, their chip is compared to Intel. Everybody knows what an Intel chip is. And everybody's like, yeah, it's BS until people tried it and saw that it was like way better than using the same laptop with an Intel chip in there. The M1 chip is way faster. Like you have one right now, right? Is that what I have? Yeah, you have one right now. The battery lasts longer. I'm sure you know. Yes. You, the battery lasts way longer and it's way more powerful. You don't realize it because you don't do much stuff on it. But I'm telling you yeah. right now, <laughs> Apple just came out with the M1X and the M1 Pro and the M1 Max, which is like 70% faster than even the laptop that you have right now. Um, they are going to change the entire computer scene right now. And my recommendations is if you're looking for a laptop right now and you are looking within the PC realm, I say hold off. Don't get a PC. Don't get one right now. What? Yeah, don't buy one right now. Need Darko? Yeah, because the Intel, anything that, well, no, if you're looking for a PC and you, if you're looking for a PC or a laptop, don't buy an Intel-based chip. Buy an AMD chip. If you buy an Intel chip, you're buying old architecture that's going to have to be, in my opinion, it's going to be obsolete. It's already obsolete right now. And that's why I haven't bought a new laptop yet. I'm still using this Dell 2016 laptop with an Intel Core i5 that is struggling right now, but Apple is not playing. They are, I mean, if if everything turns out from this keynote to be true, you might as everybody who is going to buy an, an Intel based chip, don't do it. Just throw it out in the trash. It's a waste <laughs> of money. I'm serious. It's crazy. Yeah, well, I think you need to be very transparent with your audience and tell them what other computer you're using right now. Well, I'm using Mr. your old Apple hater. Well, I'm using your old Apple laptop that got broken. I fit, we got it refurbished. Old, but I bought it last year. Yeah, but it's broken and it has an Intel chip in it. So I don't see it as any type of I'm not saying no, that, that I just wanted, I'm not saying I just that wanted, that laptop is better than this laptop that I have this 2016. It's a little bit faster because it's a newer chip, but I don't think it's that much better. So I mean, yeah, but I, I did. I did need to hate on you because you are anti Apple guy. I like am. If Apple, there were, Apple, I, if I mean, there look, were a campaign against Apple, you would be at the front of the line. Like, no, no, no. Like Apple products, no, no, no. And now, you are the Apple man. That's not true because I don't have a. I'm not using an iPhone. We only use the iPhone not just yet. for video. Oh, wait, hold on a second. But you did buy an iPhone. Yeah, but I used the iPhone that I use for social listen, media listen, and that listen, I used to whether use for it's video. Used or not. No, it's man. not my daily driver. It doesn't matter. But listen, you this are is my partaking. show. Don't turn, don't turn the reins on this. This is my show, all right? So listen. <laughs> There's a coup going on. It's so on everyone, everyone, I recommend, I recommend 
the Apple laptops. I'm telling you right now, just those tests are going to start coming out. People are going to be using them real time, and I definitely recommend it. And um, it's dope. So if if I were you, I would not get anything related to Intel. Wait or just get an AMD powered chip. They're out there. And um, that's all I got to say. And then Google Pixel came out today. It's dope, but I'm going to wait. I'm not going to get a new uh, Pixel for a while because I have a Pixel 5. I'm really happy with that. So if I get to the point where it is burning money or burning in my pocket, that money's burning in my pocket and I need to purchase something, I'm going to buy what? An Apple. I'm an gonna iPhone. Buy, I'm going to buy VTI or VTSAX. <laughs> All right, y'all. Listen, everyone, we're going to catch you guys on the next episode of Docs Outside the Box. We want to keep this one short and sweet and to the point. Listen, I appreciate everyone who wrote in to Growth Dividends as well as to Dr. Brett, as well as to Dr. Desiree. We appreciate you writing in. And guys, we're going to catch you all on the next episode of Docs Outside the Box. Peace. Peace.